Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 600-seat hybrid contact center outsourcer located here in northwestern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? It's uh, beautiful outside. Love that, you know, I like to give my weather update every every episode. Uh, it's about 75 here today in Erie, PA. So I don't know. Things are kind of uh, looking up. A lot of things I want to get to today. So first of all, we did our for- first office hour, right, last week. So every Friday between 1 and 2 o'clock Eastern, we do a LinkedIn Live, which is basically just me hanging out. Right. And it's just an AMA for any questions that you may have, something that may arise in your call center, contact center during the week, something that's been just maybe eating at you for a while. Anything that you want to talk to me about. I mean, heck, I was answering questions like uh, what my favorite pizza toppings were. So anything that you really want to ask, talk about what NFTs, talk about that, but mainly focus on, on contact center uh, questions. Uh, the more the merrier. We had probably about seven or eight people that, that showed up without any real marketing on my end. So hopefully I can get the word out a little bit better. We're also going to be having some guests in the coming weeks, some really cool guests like keynote speakers at a lot of the shows that you guys go to. So really excited for that. So again, that's going to happen every single Friday from one to two o'clock. Advice from a call center geek office hour. I was calling it office hours, but it's only one. So Uh, um, I want to start the episode by telling you about something I did that's really cool that I would suggest for all of you to do, or at least think about doing and, I had the chance to go to New York City last week and go to VaynerMedia, which is Gary Vaynerchuk's organization, and his group from Vayner and also the group from Sasha, which is kind of the SMB uh, marketing firm that he has as well. They do what's called a 4Ds, Marketing Deep Dive. And basically, it's about six or seven other organizations, and we all go to dinner that first night, and then we all meet at the office. And the team from Vayner, the team from Sasha really goes deep into a lot of Web2 stuff, right? So social media, going through every single uh, platform from Instagram to TikTok to LinkedIn, right? What you should be posting, how much you should be posting. You know, one of the things that really stood out to me, and it's one of the reasons that I've also, you know, hopefully you guys have heard, Right. And if not, you'll hear it for the first time here. We're really trying to put a lot of content on our TikTok channel, the Advice from a Call Center Geek TikTok channel. Right. And the stat that kind of caught my, I don't know, kind of blew me away was they said they can almost guarantee that if you post three to four TikToks a day for a year, within that year, you should have between 100,000 and 500,000 followers. Now, <clears throat> normally, we a lot of us don't really care about followers, but 
why it's important for business uh, is TikTok will eventually in the next 24 to 36 months move more to that kind of stodgy Instagram model. That's kind of what they're seeing, right? So there's no organic reach on Instagram, right? If you post something on Instagram and you have no followers, really no one's going to see it. If you post things right now on TikTok, you know, you're going to get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, sometimes thousands of people are going to see even stupid contact center content that I'm posting, right? Not stupid, but you know, not the niche of of really what you think TikTok is. Uh, But that kind of, you know, and and basically they said it's the people that are going to have the followers that will then, you know, be able to continue and really exploit the platform while people are then going to start to come on and it's going to be very difficult. So again, think about that no matter what business you're in, whether it's your personal brand, whether it's your business brand, get on TikTok, start that process of of developing content. And remember, it doesn't have to be the funny, goofy stuff that you see on TikTok. It doesn't have to be dances. I'm literally posting hardcore contact center content, right? And getting views and getting likes and getting followers. So, you know, think about that as you as you kind of move down your your social uh social journey here um in 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 2022. But so it was really interesting. At the end of it, what we get to do is have a have a 10-minute conversation with Gary Vee. So he comes in and you know, we we basically just we talked about the future of customer experience. That was my question. He totally poo-pooed my idea on the uh the virtual reality contact center, said that that technology is not going to be available for about another 12 years. I'm still doing it. Um, kind of maybe prove them wrong. Uh, but I, I think the technology is there at least for proof of concept. So we're continuing to work on that with, with some developers. Uh, but some of the interesting things that he said as well was he talked about how the blockchain is going to make organizations more transparent, going to make our data more transparent in kind of a good way, right? Um, it's going to m- make it so the interactions with organizations through smart contracts, it's more kind of tied up. Right. And you're going to be able to do more things with organizations. So, you know, the NFT space, the virtual reality space, that Web3 space is really going to start to evolve what customer experience is and, and customer support is. So I wanted to give you my thoughts on this. And, and I've been thinking about this for a really long time. You know, where is you know, where where should I be moving my company and where should the organization and, and, and the the industry be moving to, you know, in the next, you know, 10, 15 years? And I really truthfully believe that this is how it's going to look in 2030, 2035, right? Where right now we're living in a web kind of web 1.0 with the internet, you know, kind of meeting the social media aspect of web 2.0. So basically right now you can go on amazon.com and you can buy your kid a birthday present. You can then go on your bank, right? Go to bankofamerica.com and you can transfer money. You can, um, you know, make a deposit. You can then go to, you know, your your grocery store and, and go on an app and, and order food to be picked up or delivered at your house. You can do all that stuff now. So none of that really changes, right? But the experience changes and it's more immersive. And I think it's going to be awesome. So basically what's going to happen is you're going to put on a pair of like glasses like these. It's not going to be those giant things in, in you know, in 10 years. Um, and you're going to be able to have yourself be kind of transported in the metaverse to a store. Right, and so that uh, baseball bat that you just bought your kid for his for his uh, birthday, you're going to be able to go walk down the baseball bat aisle, kind of quote unquote pick it up, look at it, you know, get a get a real good feel on how long it is. Um, is your kid going to like it? Right, having that type of experience with a product um, instead of just looking at that 2D picture on Amazon, thinking eh, I think that that should be okay. 
Uh, next thing is you press a button and you're going to be transported right, right to your bank, right? And you're literally going to walk into your bank like you would walk into a branch. Um, and you're going to get helped by, by a teller that's maybe an avatar or maybe you and me kind of talking like this. Um, you kind of see that now. A lot of drive throughs are using video, right? So this is just kind of the next evolution of that. And I don't think it's that far of a, of a step away. You know, then you can, uh, you know, you can go to the grocery store, maybe pick things out. I want that. I want that. I want that. Oh, that's a new product. I think I'd like that. Let me hold that. Let me look at it. The call center and the customer experience centers are going to be the same thing, right? You know, just like your, your, your bank branch, right? To where you can go into there and, and have a, your issue solved. Same thing with the call center. So let's say you want to go to a, a toy company's, you had an issue with a, a toy that you, this, the other toy that you bought for your kid, right? For his birthday. And it came and it was broken. Right. So now you can go into that organization's customer service center. There's going to be a cool name for it. I don't, I haven't really thought about that yet. Right. But it's not a call center. It's not a contact center. It's, it's maybe an interaction center, but some type of center that you're going to walk in. You're going to, you know, say, Hey, I had a broken toy and you're going to be able to walk to a, to an office of somebody that's going to be across from you, be able to kind of take, look at what you're doing through video and say, you know what? Yes, that's an issue. Let me show you how to fix it. Or, hey, we're going to you know, have that one-on-one relationship and, and we're going to ship you something else out. Same thing as you're dealing with now. It's just not through voice and a phone, right? It's using the technology that we have to evolve the phone, right? To evolve it into having a relationship and, and actually be able to talk to another person, another avatar, have really cool you know, experiences. You know, We always talk about for the, the virtual reality contact center that we're trying to do, the proof of concept is – Again, we work for a toy company to have maybe a like a teddy bear take you by the hand, right, and walk you to to an office. Now, I don't know if in reality, if that's something if somebody's irritated that they would like, but maybe it is. Maybe it's something that would calm them down, right? And maybe you know we talk about being in queue, right? So being in queue now instead of just waiting, right, and listening to music or getting a, a callback, a virtual callback, you can uh, go sit. And hang out in the office, and maybe there's maybe there's games, there's there's movies that you can choose to play that you can watch through your headset. There's virtual reality things that you can play with other people. You can talk to other people. It becomes more social. Um, again, there's there's so much to that. I think there's a people element that I'm not I'm not thinking through yet. Right? Again, if I'm irritated and I'm I'm not happy, am I am I going to want to go play a game? Maybe not. Um, but I think that there's something that can that can be there to be that kind of middle middle ground that maybe would help me calm down or or help me with that that effort. Self-service can be the same thing, right? Instead of that kind of that uh, IVR, it's a it's an avatar that's right there that, that you can help. So maybe you go up to a kiosk and, and just, hey, I'm just going to talk to this you know, avatar really quickly. I don't really need the actual person, ex- personal experience of, of having a, a person, avatar, but somebody that's that's human, right? At least behind the scenes. A lot to that, right? A lot to that. You know, you're going to see NFTs, you know, start to be the way that organizations interact with customers, right? They're going to write smart contracts on what's going to happen with that relationship, right? So, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a TV company or a satellite company that, and, and again, maybe that's not a good example, but, uh, I don't know if they're going to be around in, in 10 years, but let's just say they are. And basically you you move and you do a smart contract that says on the 15th, you promise to 
uh, be at my house to set up my satellite. If you're here on the 15th, I pay you $300. If you're not here on the 15th or if it's after two o'clock, I pay you $75, right? If you miss the whole day and you're a week later, I get it for free, right? So all these things can happen that are written in the smart contract that just as things happen, they get ticked off, right? You're checked off the, the smart contract and that's what really happens um, in, in your interaction. So there's so many things with that. You know, we talked about sports tickets and tickets to concerts. That's the easiest, you know, I just, I'm going to VCon, which is the, the Gary V's, um, NFT web three conference next week. And, you know, the ticket is an NFT, right? By a really cool digital artist. That's a piece of art as well. So that can be sold. That can be sold before the show. That can be sold after the show, right? If he becomes super, super famous, all those tickets could be worth a ton of money. There's so there's a lot of of nuance to it and some really cool things with with that as well. So I'd love to hear your opinion on some of this stuff, right? Where do you think I'm crazy? Do you think that virtual reality, augmented reality, um, do you think that it, it's it's part of our our near future? Do you think it's a crazy thing that's happening? you know, way down the road, where do you see NFTs come into play? That's another thing I, I think you're either NFTs are the next thing or you're crazy. That's a JPEG. And why are you buying it? Right. So there's, there's a lot of nuance with that too. I'm going to be doing a lot of this, right. Um, I'm going to do a, try to get a couple really cool guests to come on the podcast when I'm at VCon next week and try to do something, even if it's in the hotel room with some some really forward thinkers that I think could help. And I, I want to focus it too, not just on NFTs, but NFTs in the customer experience and the, the customer service space. So um, a lot going on. Again, I'm in a little bit of my, I'm kind of just in my office. I'm normally doing this in like my pretty conference room, but all of this was kind of going through my head. I wanted to kind of get it down into an episode. Um, we have a guest next week, which will be, I don't want to announce yet, but will be very cool getting into the web three, getting into uh, AI in the contact center. Uh, so super excited, uh, super excited about that. Actually, no, that's the, the 23rd. So next week will be me as I'm checking this calendar. Yep. And then the week of the 23rd, we have a, we have a guest. So again, I hope I see you guys uh, office hours, Friday, uh, one to two o'clock. Talk to me about it. Tell me how I'm crazy. Tell me how I'm right. Um, love to hear from all you guys. And uh, I'll talk to you guys uh, next week.